0: For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.
1: I am Anita Rao. And I'm Sandra Davidson. Welcome back to the show. So for those of you listening last week, we mentioned that we had a big day coming up and that day is our anniversary anniversary. Of our show, so tonight we are (laughs) celebrating our one-year anniversary, and it's really hard to believe. We're sitting here; it's the end of October in Hillsboro, and by God, it's 85 degrees outside. It's a very bizarre time of year in North Carolina. Some might say a bizarre year, generally speaking. They may, they may, which we talked about last year, but that's that's for a different episode or last last week. Yes, yes. Um, So Anita, tell everybody what we have planned for the show tonight.
2: Yeah, so um, we want to just take a step back uh, and reflect on everything that's happened in the past year, some of the highlights, some of the lowlights. And, of course, in order to do this, we wanted to invite back our first and most beloved guests, our moms. So we're going to start the show um, talking with them, and then we're going to close out by sharing some thoughts with one another about... How things have transpired this past year. Uh, and we're also going to be repping our beloved station tonight because it's rounding out its Begathon. So we'll be giving you a lot of reasons to support it. Um, and if
1: you don't even need us to justify why contributing to this <laughs> community radio station run entirely by volunteers, uh, visit whupfm.org and hit the contribute button to contribute your tax deductible donation so just think about it
2: think about that and it's time to bring in the mom it is so um my mother sheila rao is joining us from augusta georgia and sandra's mom rebecca davidson is joining us i think from the raleigh durham airport <laughs> hello moms hello, hello
1: you guys are here this is great we never know if we can get this technology to work the right way so it's awesome to hear both of your voices how are you guys doing doing
3: great I'm doing great thank you (laughs) hello how are you Sheila
4: I'm doing good thank you hello to you (laughs)
1: thanks (laughs) okay well we just want to start out with a very straightforward question uh, can you guys tell us what you've learned in the last year uh, from listening to this show? Go ahead,
3: Rebecca. You go first. Oh my goodness. Um, well, I think there are two big takeaways that I well, three actually, I guess. One of which I maybe touched on before when we were back with you several months ago, and. That one would be that there are so many issues that young women are dealing with now that were issues that were of concern when I was your age, and that's a little bit that's a little bit disheartening. But it also confirms for me that um, maybe some things we deal with repetitively because we are in fact women, and and we are different in the way that we approach things and think about things. I have also learned, and I think this is probably the biggest takeaway for me, how great the desire to connect is. There have been so many of your guests and so much of what the two of you do that I think is really about connecting with other people the desire by your guests to connect y'all's desire to allow people to women to tell their stories and to connect with the listeners and that that's really really big for me now i'm trying to remember the
2: third thing <laughs> <laughs> i love that second one that really resonates um i think
3: that the, maybe the third thing is and this is also huge uh and and it's not just from your show i mean i am great heart in this but there is so much good in people and there are so so many people who have hopes and aspirations and work very very hard to do good in the world and to contribute to the world and to build up others not tear them down and that that's a particularly positive message that means a lot to me given the political climate these days and what's going on so those, I guess are my main things
1: well that makes me very yeah. happy to hear you say that because that's definitely something we are trying to do and the guests that we feature on the show we bring them on because we believe they are doing that and that feels good because also as you mentioned it has been kind of a a tough time so thank you what about you Sheila? Yeah, well,
4: you know, if you could see me, I'm just nodding away furiously at what (laughs) Rebecca is saying. And I think she said it so beautifully, but my my, two of my main takeaways from this year really sort of add to what she was saying. And um, I just have this little thing on my stove which says, one person can make a difference and everyone should try. And you guys have really... I feel just taken that and just ran with it. And even in your stories, what I've loved, really, really loved, is you've really brought out the person so authentically, and you know, told the story of your generation very, very admirably. Like if we take someone like Crosby, or you know, Tina, the story of the the art of pizza and protest. You, you know, you you both started this whole journey thing. You know, we we want to tell the story of women. Storytelling, oral histories, and conversation, and I just commend you that you've really been able to do this and just do it so beautifully. I think a task which was very hard, you've just risen to the occasion, and you know, we you know really given us the narratives of young women. And I feel that our generations, what my one of my takeaways is that how similar we are to what my generation no. felt. You know that the. the the, the the essence of what's being human and what's important in our lives—you've in so many stories—it's just come out and it's just been so beautiful. Thank you. So very beautiful. Thank you. So I I'm doing nodding with now. <laughs> You're nodding too. Yes, I'm nodding. You you know. You, so that would be the one thing that I really I think I have learned that you know, and it's so refreshing that young people will go out. that that, you know Tina I'm just like oh what a wonderful girl you know she took she was so courageous not sitting back and just saying eh you know (laughs) let the world hang itself Um, so and that you guys have you know you've volunteered and done this we are both extremely proud of you
2: thank you thank you yes well what topics have been the most difficult to wrap your head around what shows have really stumped you
3: (laughs) (laughs) you go first
2: well,
4: <laughs> I don't think there's anyone that particularly uh like spoke to me i I just decided going into this that I would have a pretty open mind i mean there were, there were there were many shows that you know i I didn't know I learned a lot. I didn't know things about like the call as queer I learned all kinds of stuff um, but i I don't think there was any one show that really made me uncomfortable i I just it the whole thing as a learning process?
3: I, I would agree now, I don't think any made me uncomfortable, but I have to say that that show was the one I found hardest to track. I' got really lost in in the the language, the vocabulary, and and by lost, I don't mean I was wrapped up in it. I mean, i couldn't couldn't seem to keep up.
4: Hmm.
3: It was really interesting, but I just I just had a difficult time. Uh, kind of sorting through that. I, I kind of wished I had a a little card that had terminology mm-hmm. and definitions on it before the program so I could refer back to it.
1: Well, maybe and, maybe this year forward we can consider <laughs> developing these yeah. educational yeah. resources.
3: Yeah. But I will say that it, it seemed to me that in, in listening to those young women that that was a problem that they encountered in their own families, in their own circle of acquaintances, you know, I think it's just difficult. Well, I think it's just difficult to me. Have you... And, you
4: know, maybe it happened in our generation, and we just were not exposed, so we, you know, we, I didn't know that much about being queer, so it was a, very much a learning show for me, that whole show.
1: Good.
3: Yeah, well, I agree. I agree.
1: <laughs> well, have you guys learned anything about the two of us that has surprised you? Yes. Oh man! I cannot wait to hear. (laughs)
4: Well, you know, it's it's so refreshing to learn about your own child from the show, but learned a lot about the two of you, how close you are. I didn't know that you were super into astrology, which was really an interest that we had to learn that. And I had told her, "I think it's in her genes because her aunt and her grandma are all into astrology." So, um, well,
3: that that's so interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah, I, I, you know, I have learned even though i didn't doubt it but i have learned that i think individually and collectively the two, two of you have an incredible work ethic and absolutely <laughs> thank a, you yeah and a, and an internal drive to improve and do things better every time and that's Amazing, And I also think it's not just the work ethic. I think you both have a tremendous appetite for work. And that's a little bit Hmm. different um, in in my mind. And the other thing, um, and again, this is not a surprise, but I think at least about my own child, (laughs) I've learned that underneath that sometimes very, easy-going exterior, there is a great deal of ambition, not in terms of achieving status in the way of material goods in the world, but in terms of doing really excellent work in the field that she cares about, something she cares about, and having it stand up.
4: Yeah yeah i agree with you and i I think you know i don't know about sandra but definitely anita was you know she was always a really determined strong-willed person right from her childhood yeah but that you know they have um (laughs) you know as you say really the things that they're interested in they have taken it and ran with it and passed you know and they're just giving giving it their all um incredible incredible drive and we can only admire that um being your best and really, really, you know, inquiring into other people's lives and taking an interest in every subject. And, you know, every week just getting out and doing that. Well done
2: to you two. Bravo. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God.
1: We could not be first these first? humans without you. Exactly.
2: Yeah, no, we're
1: very proud of you.
2: What advice do you have for us moving forward? Listen, to well, I have God two God things. You oh, so
1: go, ahead. So go ahead. Go ahead, Sheila. I see that you both leap to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: I think you, well, you want to go first? Okay, I'm yeah, sorry.
4: Mine is just one sentence. You know, I think so far you've done a brilliant job. So I would say listen to what your internal message is telling you and go with it. And uh take care of yourself in the meantime. Yeah. You know, the radical act of self care. You know, don't don't make this thing be... You know more than you can handle. So, and I think you guys are just so smart and so connected. Um, I think you you know what to do. Always check in with us if you need any advice.
5: <laughs> oh, we will.
4: <laughs> or
3: support, our support. Uh, there is one area I can't offer either advice or support in, and this this would be one thing I would like to see. And then I have one one other thing. And the, the kind of the, the funny thing is, in a way, is evidently I passed down through genes or osmosis or something my inability to deal with technology well (laughs) burn right back i might recommend that y'all you know set up a time with the the engineer to perhaps work out some of the kinks in the program because i know you get tired (laughs) of me texting I have got dead air. I can't hear you. Is everything okay?
1: Well, just so you know, Mom, fifty um, percent of that time you, it's on your end.
3: <laughs> Honey, I'll take. I'll I'll, I'll say ninety percent. You know, you could always say it's on my end, and I believe. I believe you. The other thing is that I find myself very frequently wanting to hear more. I mean, I, I think you've had so many great. Guest that, golly, I want them to keep talking, and I, 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 wish, I wish I could learn more about them. So I don't know if there's a potential to maybe do some two-part episodes or to sometimes not have quite as much music. But I think that's a, to me, that's a credit to y'all because you've made it such a wonderful program and so interesting, and you have these fascinating guests. And I just want, I don't want it to end very frequently.
4: Yeah, I th- I second that, and maybe just to check back in with some of the earlier people to see how they're doing, and um, hear back in from Crosby, check in with Alexis, hear how Tina's doing, just a refresher, I think, because, you know, the, you, you make these people, like, we, we want to know more about them, as Rebecca yeah. says.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. That is the best compliment you could possibly have, and we just honestly are so grateful that you listen every week yes. that you give us your feedback that you're invested in what we're doing and learning more about the guests that we have on and just and a I, tremendous thank you.
2: Yeah, and I think it's having you both on frequently has pushed us to think about this as an intergenerational show and these conversations as intergenerational conversations which I don't know that we would have. Like we definitely are keeping you in mind when we're doing episodes like the queer episode yeah. to sort of get people to define things or, you know, walk us through something that we may just see as normal. So we have you in mind. And yeah, we're very grateful. Yeah. Thank you. And you do know that
4: there are male physicians who listen in. There are massage therapists. There's a whole <laughs> gamut of people who are listening.
2: It's not just millennials. Oh, we know, mom. You're, uh, you guys <laughs> deputize. <laughs> we we advertise very strongly.
1: <laughs> well, you guys, those are our questions for tonight. Thank you for taking time. Thank we we love asking. you both. Yes, we do. All right. Good night, you guys. Thank you. Good night. Y'all take care. Good night.
2: Bye. Well, that was our delightful moms, Sheila Rao and Rebecca Davidson, joining us um, to celebrate our one year anniversary. And if you want to hear more from them, Uh, This is their third time joining us, so they joined us first in our very first episode, number one, Wear the Damn Bikini, and episode 11, Return of the Moms. So check those out and hear some more of their thoughts. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back and interview one another and talk about uh, what we've learned ourselves in the past year, so stay with us. That's right,
1: and Anita, your mother, mentioned that We needed to be mindful that we have many intergenerational guests listening, and we're actually going to start this music set with one of them, a song from Tommy Goldsmith, one of our most faithful listeners um, and biggest supporters, who is a longtime seasoned journalist and great friend of the show. He sent us a song a couple of months ago and, and let us play it on the show. So tonight we're going to play Tommy Goldsmith singing How Does Love Die in Manhattan
5: song I thought would work for she and her How does love die in Manhattan Will it hurt the same way that it did down home I thought I could be happy where cotton turns to satin, but I'm still so sad and all alone. Tonight, my eyes are filling up with tears that I can't count. Cause losing love hurts just the same as it did in Rocky Mound. love die in Manhattan will it hurt the same way that it did down home I thought I could be happy where we cutting turns to satin but I'm still so sad and all
2: All right, all right, all right. We are back. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um Welcome thank- back to Nasty Women. <laughs> Welcome back to Nasty Women, aka she and her. <laughs> Thanks so much for being with us. And now we're gonna turn turn the turn, turn the, the lens lens <laughs> on some one another. Um because we've been doing this for a year. Yeah and we have. it's crazy. And some things have not changed, such as our major technical <laughs> Which maybe challenges, if you were listening earlier, you heard. Which our moms apparently notice. Um, <laughs> but it does feel really different to be sitting in this chair yeah. a year later.
1: My palms weren't
2: sweating when we started the show today, <laughs> there you so that's go. a big that's, deal. That's a big deal. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we just want to take a little bit of time to reflect and talk with one another about what it's been like to work on this project for the past year. Yeah, we do want to do that. We do. We really do want to do that. Um, But before we do, I just want to take a moment to just I I feel like. I don't know, I just want to thank you for encouraging us to do this, because Sandra was the one who had a friend who knew of WHUP, who suggested that we actually put this whole thing into action and I feel like that's been something that's been really valuable and important for me over the past year. That I feel like you like push us to expand outward and take on new challenges. And I don't, I really don't think this show would have happened unless you had done that. So mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for that. Thank you. Of course.
1: I'm grateful for you. And, and I'm so glad you said yes. <laughs> 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 because to be sure, it would not have happened without you. And I definitely. I mean, I definitely believe our show wouldn't be what it was without you. I'm constantly inspired by your, the seriousness of which you approach everything in the show, be it how we ask questions, be it who we ask questions to, be it how we post-produce interviews. (laughs) I mean, I've learned so much from you and it has really been amazing. Um, we both have lived normal lives outside of the wow. show, and we've produced over 30 shows now as a podcast. We've done more than that on the radio, which is really crazy. Sometimes this passion project really <laughs> doesn't look like a passion project. It's a lot of work. Um, and I don't think many people would keep putting into it what you do, um, even what I do as a volunteer project (laughs) uh, which drives us mad sometimes but at the end of the day I take a lot of pride in that and I'm happy to be able to share that with you. Me too
2: and I feel like it's funny because I think about like whenever I think about people like co-create something I think about it as a very intentional slow process in some Mm. ways like oh these people co-founded this business like they must have really worked out like what it's like to work with one
5: another and what this (laughs) idea is. And I feel
2: like we, I mean, we really just like dove in. We had never really worked on something together. I do that with a lot of things in my (laughs) life. Anyways, go ahead. No, but, and it's just like, it's been a pleasure to see how it has unfolded. Like I feel like, I don't know, even like we did an interview last week, a phone interview, and we're having some major connectivity issues at the beginning. And I just went into like complete panic mode and I feel like you stayed calm, and like you were panicking after the fact. I don't know. I just feel like our oh, yeah. our strengths have complemented each other in ways yes. that I didn't really think about before. We yes. just dove into it, and so that's been really lovely to thank you. Watch unfold.
1: Oh, I feel the same way. Well, okay, so we do have a list of questions for each other, but I could continue this love fest for far longer than
2: would be it would be gratuitous. Uh, but what? Tell me what your favorite shows are. My favorite shows, my mom asked me this question this weekend. My mom and I went on a yoga retreat together. <laughs> Which I've yet to hear about. I can't wait. It was incredible. Maybe that'll be a whole different show. It might <laughs> might just be. Um, and what I was saying to her is that I think what's been so incredible about this show is how it has been a platform for us to bring on our friends um, and talk with them about things that we wouldn't talk with them about otherwise. Um, so two of my best friends have been on the show for full episodes each each Georgia and Allie. Um, And I think those two are some of my favorite shows just because I feel like it gave, it it was a very personal moment for me to delve into something in my friendship with these people and also create something to share powerful parts of their story with other people. Um, And I think was like a, I think of both of those as sort of from like more of a historian's perspective. It's like really neat Archival things for them to have in their life to look back on, mm-hmm. um, so that's really special to me. So those two, I think, are my favorites. But I think I've yeah I've loved the ones where we've just like been ridiculous and like me enjoyed too. being on the air because I never yeah. thought that that aspect of it would be fun. I think of myself very much as like a behind the scenes kind of person. That's what I do in my day job. That's what I've always done in radio has been a producer who's behind the scenes. So the times that we've been able to really like open up on Mm -hmm. the mic uh have been really fun yeah
1: I've liked to do that with you yes how about you you doing that well I was going to say something similar in Uh terms of my favorite shows I have loved I mean we have sourced many 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 (laughs) of our very good friends and and friends that we had maybe in college but lost touch with and it has been so cool to check back in with everyone Mm -hmm. in that way like I think about Alexis Dennis on the self-care episode. She's a woman who I had a class with um, I guess my sophomore year of college with a mentor who we brought on the show later um, as well and it was really great to have gone a couple of years without really talking with her to have her come on and talk about the incredible work that she's doing and my friend Crosby when she joined us on the show I know your mom mentioned her a couple of times that was a really special A special conversation. And I think in some ways, when we bring our friends onto the show, when we bring people who are doing great work in our community on this show, it gives them an opportunity to express themselves in a way that most people don't have Hmm. on a daily basis. And so this is a community radio station. This is a podcast that we do that, you know, the whole world isn't listening to it by any means, but there's still having the opportunity to perform a part of themselves and to share a part of their narrative that, you know, people don't ask you to reflect on often. And I am always so moved and so inspired to hear what is motivating these women and what is driving these women because they have such good hearts. I mean, I don't really know any other way to say that. And in that sense, it, it's just so affirming about life. It's hopeful and it can be really discouraging to hop on social media and to see how people are expressing themselves at times. I mean, there can, it can feel negative. Um, it can be kind of a a rough world out there, Mm -hmm. but it has been really special to put together something where we are asking people to, share their inner light yeah. in that kind of way. And I know that sounds pretty new agey, but that's how I feel about it. Totally. What have been
2: some of the harder, <laughs> difficult, stickier
1: moments? <laughs> well, I have this memory. Oh, God. What <laughs> is a it? show that we did, I would say, <laughs> a year ago. <laughs> Might have been our second show. <laughs> um, and we just messed up. Mm -hmm. so much we got tickled we had a great first show the second one happened and we got the giggles in a way that i've i haven't had that since i was like i don't know 12 sitting in church like laughing when i wasn't supposed to and not able to contain it and i just remember feeling so humiliated after that episode Um, but human as well. So. Right.
2: No, I mean, I think we both felt ill. Like, I was literally in like, – I had to intentionally stay in bed that weekend. Um, yeah, we brought on a big guest. So. We did, and it's that weird thing where it's like when we're sitting in here together, like, there's an element of me that forgets that this is being recorded, and we're also good friends outside the show, and – And so it's just, it's a lot to navigate and the stress and anxiety of doing this at the beginning. I think we just like,
1: oh yeah, we were so nervous. We were so nervous and
2: overwhelmed.
1: It's definitely brought out a type A-ness in both of us that, um. I mean, it's there for me all the time. Maybe it's brought (laughs) it out more in you. Well, it has, (laughs) it has definitely exposed it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And so when things like that happen, you're like oh my god am i failing at everything else in my life yes. too, but it you know at the end of the day i think it's made me more resilient in the sense that like when things happen i'm like okay you know what like we got to roll with it like last week when we were having fun yeah. difficulties i was like i'm just gonna we're just gonna have to roll with this versus just want to crawl in a hole and i hope that <laughs> continues to translate across other areas of my life True. i think live radio really has helped me in that regard yeah though.
2: It's like a type of crazy performance with really high stakes.
1: Exactly. Such high stakes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I have a question for you. Tell me. What has it been like to collaborate with a friend on this kind of passion project, as we like to call it?
2: Yeah. Um, I think it's overall has been incredible. Um, I feel like it is like deepened my understanding of you it's sort of deepened a part of our I mean I feel like we've always connected over talking about issues that are important to us but I think to have like a space where we're focusing just on how important aspects of our identity as women Mm it is our together Mm -hmm. um, has been really special I think the challenge is maybe that I mean It's a lot to balance. Like Mm -hmm. we are really good friends outside the show. I was living with Sandra for a period of this year. Um, We're making the show every week, so there's a lot of. I mean, we're in constant communication, and so I think. I mean, we've had a few moments where we've had to take a step back and sort of evaluate, like, how are things going? How are we affecting one another? Mm -hmm. And but I think that's been really growth promoting. Like I I feel like it's taken our friendship to the next level despite the fact that it elements of it were hard at the time yeah
1: I think I totally agree yeah
2: because it's like
1: like you said we we our lives overlap in so many different ways and at different points each of us had different intense things going on in our life so there's the supporting each other as friends piece and there's nurturing this project that we're working on together and we have had different moments this year where it's like let's zoom out and focus on the friendship or let's zoom out and focus like what the hell are we doing with this show Mm -hmm. you know and I think we'll continue to do that sort of thing but I think overall what has been so interesting and rewarding to me is like you were saying we've talked about these issues for a long time and talked about the power of story for a long time but to work together producing something like this it's like it's kind of like I can know your brain or like how you think about things and how you see the world and I knew that I could have told you what I could have I knew a lot of that before we started this project and now it's kind of like your brain is just rotated so I see another side (laughs) of it too which is really cool like it's it's very different, but yes. I really value that.
2: And I think, yeah, the cool part about that is, like, it's so in real time because we'll be actively doing an interview, and I have in my head, like, okay, this is the next question that I would ask, and then you ask your next question, and I'm like, oh, like, just to think, like, you were perceiving all of that information and channeling it through something totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's been very cool.
1: Yes. Different styles of listening, but both deep
2: listening. Exactly. Yes. Love you. I love you, girl. <laughs> um... So what are your hopes for us as we move forward?
1: (laughs) (laughs) My hopes for us that we can continue to maintain perspective as we do this work, that we can continue to set intention as Mm -hmm. we do this work, because it is often a weekly show and it can be easy to get lost in the mire of what are we going to do this week but I think our best work is when we are able to set intention to it and have
2: perspective
1: about what we're doing yeah that's what I would say what about
2: you I like that um yeah I mean I think the same and someone asked me the other week like why do you guys do your show is it because you want to make like global change, Do you want to make policy. Change. I mean, and then of course I'm not that. I'm gonna the make a joke about who asked you that. We want, <laughs> I you, don't know. You don't. want to make policy Full change? <laughs> I don't know. Um, is it because you want to connect with your community? Is it because you want to grow a particular brand? And I feel like that question really got me thinking. Ugh, brands, brands. <laughs> I
1: hate brands, I hate
2: brands. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think we do this because we have this intention of like providing a platform to share the experiences of other women and like what your mom said so beautifully, like to connect ourselves with other people in our generation who have this shared but different experience. Um, So yeah, I think sort of being true to that intention and reminding ourselves of that when, things get rocky when the goings get tough exactly the tough
1: get going they- and we're tough cookies <laughs> that's what I've learned this
2: year we are we are we try to be
1: well that is our show for tonight we are she and her we're produced in the studios of WHUP in Hillsborough North Carolina we're a podcast we're a radio show you can find us on iTunes and all the other platforms where you could find a podcast we want to take a moment to thank all of the people who listen to thank our mothers for being tireless advocates and supporters and positive forces in our life. Thank Cameron Laws for the wonderful new logo that she has created for us and the music that she and Sam Garwick put together for the show a year ago. Mm -hmm.
2: I mean, we we could not do it without these people in our lives. And we'd love to thank WHP station manager Bob Burtman. He's behind the scenes at this community radio station, making things function, keeping us on our toes. Thank you for your continued support and... Please support WHUP by donating at WHUPFM.org. Click on donate. And we appreciate it. The station appreciates it. Thank you so much. Yes. And tell people in your lives who are good to you that you love them. Do that. And tell them to listen to She and Her.
1: (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night. (laughs)